Hello, world. This is the I Know Podcast. Today is Monday, May 8th, 2023. This is a film and television podcast where we talk about film and television. My name is Caleb Chase. What up? What's good, bro? Hello, world. Not shit, man. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 came out this past weekend. We've both seen it. Uh, yes, sir. This entire show is going to be dedicated to that movie. We're going to talk about it. You know, everything, damn near everything that happened in the movie. I'm I'm really excited. You know, I love that movie. So let's get right into it, Chase. What were your thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? Phenomenal film. Outstanding. Well done on the storytelling tip. Action-packed. Wholesome. Just everything you love in a Guardians movie. Like, they are one of the few trilogies, I would say, in Marvel that has gotten like, I don't even want to say progressively better because I like the first one better than I like the second one, but like, they're all like good in their own right. They're all captivating in their own right. You can't say that about too many other people's trilogies outside of Cap. So like, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, I loved it too. Um, This dude, James Gunn, bro, he's, He's fucking amazing when it, he knows what he's doing when it comes to this superhero shit, man. Like, um, yeah, this is just the perfect movie, man. Like, I'm gonna be honest, like, it didn't go the way I would thought it would at all. Like, I thought everybody no, was gonna die and nobody dying. Like, 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 like Marvel kind of pulled the fast one on everybody because going into it, everybody thought Rocket was gonna die. We all thought Rocket was gonna die. And the mm-hmm. fact that he didn't die was fucking insane. I still can't believe it. And like, even at the end, when you kind of thought Peter Quill was gonna die and he didn't. Oh my like, god, bro! I was, that I was scene like, pissed me off. <laughs> I was like, man, bro. But no, overall, I fucking love this movie. You know, it had high points. There weren't really any low points. I mean, I got a couple of nitpicks, but little small stuff. But like the villain, High Evolutionary, he was great. We're gonna talk about him a little mm-hmm. later. But like everybody got their time to shine. Like I, I, I didn't feel like nobody was like left out of their moment. Everybody got their moment. It all ended. You know, you could argue. I, I think it. I think it ended well for pretty much everybody you know post credit scenes they were cool you know james gunn man like marvel's gonna miss this dude man like yeah, yeah they are they they are they're gonna legit miss this dude and i will say that like it was kind of it had some darker moments like you know if you if, if you took your kids to see this movie i don't i wonder how that went for them because like <laughs> you know i don't know man there was some darker stuff you know with the whole rocket backstory and like i'm sure like I'm sure like Peter's gonna be suing Marvel after this movie because man, the animal cruelty in this movie was crazy. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> but man, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say it was worth it or needed, but you know, to fit Rocket's story, I guess it was needed. So, you know, uh, yeah. Overall, yeah, I, I had a it. feeling it was gonna be dark, but yeah, I was not expecting it to go that route at all what, either. What is? How, how did you feel about Rocket's backstory, his origin story? See. I loved it from a storytelling aspect. You really get an idea, a sense of who he is and why he is such an asshole in like present time. But I'm not going to lie. His friends, it was really hard for me to um, be emotionally attached to them because they were so like off the wall, if that makes sense. Like, I'm sorry, the walrus with the wheels and a spider shorty floor. Cute as hell, wholesome. I love them for what they did in the story. But like, I shed not a single tear, nary a tear, when that happened. When uh, what happens happens, 
But like, yeah, Rocket's backstory was still very touching. That aside, you so yeah, that, that you're a terrible takeaway. You are a terrible person. I I cried <laughs> when this. Now, not when they like got shot down, but I literally cried like close to the end where you thought Rocket was gonna die, and then they like show like him no, in that's heaven. That's the one that got me when they when they like show him in heaven with his friends, and 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 Lila's like, "Nah, it's not your time yet." I was like, "Bruh, I never mm-hmm. thought a fucking talking fucking raccoon and a talking fucking otter was gonna get me like that." But bro, they got me, right? bro. They got me. <laughs> they really fucking did. But um, I, I agree with you. His, his friends being off the wall, man. Like I. I kind of want like a Marvel TV show on like this this fucking walrus, bro. Like, how does a how does a walrus get in the wheelchair? Like, I need I need I need I need like a six he just episode gives his own story. I need like a six episode docu series on that. I gotta know what the fuck happened to this fucking walrus, bro. Like, hey, it's like, I'm evolutionary, so, man. This is I'm sorry, I'm sorry, bro. I, I died laughing anytime I seen that thing on screen. Like, it was sad, but I died laughing every single time, bro. Like, like is that even like oh, a real? That was me too. Is that is that a real character? Like, is that even a real fucking like character? Did James Gunn just make that up? Like, I want to know. I have like, no idea. <laughs> like, like, but but no. Overall, bro, like, I fucked the backstory and like. All jokes aside, like the way Rocket has been in every single movie made sense in this movie. Like, you know, in every single movie, he's, he's trying to collect body parts and stuff. It's like, oh, that shit kind of makes sense now why he was like that. You know, yeah. that shit makes mm-hmm. sense now. And and it's fucked up. But, you know, uh, but yeah, it was it was it was fucking crazy. But I'm going to go. Let's talk about the villains. Oh, man. High evolutionary Adam Warlock. Like. It seems that it seems that people's main nitpick was with Adam Warlock. What did you think of Adam Warlock? Did you think he worked or did you not like the character? So uh, like Rocket's friends, I like what, what they did for the story. But like, yeah, not going to lie. Like I was a little underwhelmed with Adam Warlock. He was like the way they uh, alluded to him at the end of volume two. Like this is going to be big, bad, you know, like intergalactic level threat and he was like he has that ability but they uh they nerfed him they just made him too stupid for his own good like and i like that from like the comedy aspect because whenever we do uh get guardians again i'm pretty sure he's gonna be like that drax placeholder you know like drax is gonna be retired and be a dad now so like he's gonna be the next like really strong overpowered guy who happens to be like stupid and funny at the same time too. So um I wasn't expecting that from his character, so I was a little disappointed on that aspect. But um the high evolutionary made up enough for it like as a compelling villain to where I really wasn't like that mad about it. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> It's the Adam Warlock thing, man. Like, I do, I do like how they mentioned him in a previous movie. Like, he wasn't just somebody that came out of nowhere, you know. Yeah. Although I never heard of Adam Warlock, we we at least knew that, you know, because of the post credit scene, we seen that his mom was like creating him or whatever, you know, to take mm-hmm. on the Guardians. But like, I kind of feel like he's he's kind of like some of these other characters that are so strong. You got to find a way to like dumb them down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he is powerful than everybody else. So it's like you have to do something to make him seem make it kind of leveled up. But I'm be honest, no, I bro, get like, that. I'm be honest. Though, I love the opening scene with him coming through. Like, 
Like he just came into nowhere and he beat the shit out of them. Like everybody. Like about that action on like he site. Was, like, <laughs> like that boy was ready. And what he made me realize is that like if you think about it, like the Guardians as a group are great. But as individuals, man, like they they, yeah. they, they really ain't that strong. As individuals, they they're really not doing shit on an really individual level. Strong. Yeah. <laughs> like this motherfucker came through, beat everybody's ass. He was on Groot's ass, Drax, you know, fucking mm-hmm. Rocket, obviously. Like he 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 was he was about it. But but not, I don't know. It was weird. I'm not familiar with him in the comic book, so I don't want to sit here and say like they got it wrong because I really don't know. But uh, yeah, I don't See, know. It I'm was, not super familiar with him, like personality wise, but. I've like from what I've read up on him, yeah, he is like a Thanos level, like cosmic level threat. Yeah, but um, I've never read anything about him being like dumb as hell or anything, well, or like I, a I, kid. I, I, yeah, I, I think that's where it stems from. Is that like you know, like they, his mom calls him like he's literally a baby, like he was just born. So mm-hmm. I kind of get where that comes from. High evolutionary. I fucked with the man. I kind of hate that they made a nigga this fucked up though. Like. Like, come on, bro. Black people, yeah. we, don't be, we, we, we don't be on shit like this. You know? I was, I was <laughs> no, like, man, thanks. bro. Y'all, I was like, man, bro, y'all, y'all can have some white dude doing all this fucked up shit. Why well, I gotta be the brother, the African? But, uh, but yeah, nah, he was. But no, nah, he was good as fuck, dude. He yeah, sold yeah. the fuck out that role. Yeah, he was He was great. I've been hearing people say he's the best MCU villain ever. You know, I wouldn't go that far. Mm. But, uh, yeah, he was He was really good, you know? Like, and I. I've actually heard the actor. I can't pronounce. I can't remember how to pronounce his name, but he's he's mentioned like he he read a lot of Shakespeare for this role, you know. And mm. I don't know. It kind of kind of kind of felt like that, you know. Uh, yeah, I can see it because like he was a dramatic ass villain, and not to say that in a bad way, but like you could just feel the emotion, like the shit he was going through. Yeah, the only thing I didn't really care for about him was like like. Like his like motivation, you know, just to just to kidnap Rocket. Like I don't, I don't really get that. Like, like why, you know? Like I, I don't know. It just, it just kind of fell off his whole motive. But I did think well, he, nah, really- he uh, Rocket was like the most advanced thing that he had ever created, like intellectually. But because he was a raccoon, he was a defect. Now he has these perfect beings, and they still don't have that one thing Rocket had. So he wanted that back. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But you know, the way this movie ends, it it ends with you know Quill retiring, going back to Earth to you know be with his the rest of the Earth family that he has. You know, uh, Mantis are going on her own path, doing her own thing. You know, and I did not foresee. Yeah, you know, uh, Drax, Drax and Nebula, them staying on nowhere. You know, Drax pretty much being a dad to these you know orphan kids or whatever, and you know Nebula just running things there. You know, then like Groot. Groot, Rocket, you know, Craglin, uh, Cosmo. Mm-hmm. I love, I, I, love, I fucking love Cosmo. Like, anytime that dog talked, dude, mm-hmm. I fucking, that was probably my favorite part of the movie. Anytime the dog talked, I loved it. Man, like, Cosmo and Craglin, their whole dynamic, like, no, say I'm a good girl, good dog, take it back. Like, bro, that shit was killing me. <laughs> yeah. But overall, do you think this is a good way for the Guardians to end, you know, with Quill retiring, Nebula and Drax and Mantis going off on their own? And I didn't even mention Gamora, you know, her going back with the Ravagers. Like, do you, mm. do, you, do, you, do you think this is the right way for it to end for all these characters? I do. It wasn't the way I foresaw it ending for, like, most of them, really. I knew I had a feeling Quill was going to retire, not die. I had a feeling Rocket was going to retire, but he didn't. Um, Drax knew he was going to get, like, killed off or something. Craglin, I thought, would, too. 
But um, no, they didn't have to kill anybody off. And like everything felt right. You know, nothing felt forced for anyone's like next step, really. Like Nebula, I was a little surprised to see her say she was doing that. I love her growth as a character. And I'm glad that she got to the point where she is like caring about other people and shit like that. But um, yeah, I thought she was going to be the next head of the Guardians instead of Rocket. I thought those roles would have switched up a little bit. But hey, it is what it is. And yeah, they wrapped it up very well for everyone involved. I can't wait to see like if and when we do see that next uh, group because hell, Kraglin with um, Yandu's arrow, that's going to be funny as shit. That's been one of my favorite uh, weapons in the MCU. And then um, one of the orphan kids they picked up on the planet looked like she got some uh, Miss Marvel in her. So, like, yeah, they they might have a fun OP group on top of Adam Warlock joining around, too. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be honest, bro. Like, I thought it was cool with the post-credit scenes. But, like, I, I don't know if we ever actually see that team again. You know, like, that's that's actually mm. one of the, that's actually one of my nitpicks was that, like, that part, like, 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 I understand why to end it on a good note, but I don't really know, like, but like, if we never get another Guardians movie, like, I don't really see, like, what was the what was the point of doing that? Um, yeah, but you know, the 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 Peter Quill one, you know, I have a lot of questions about that. Like, like, I don't know, mm-hmm. like, like my 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 big question on Peter Quill is that, like, we never actually seen him with a mask in this movie. Like, does he still have that, or like what? Because I don't think he good ever question. had the mask. Yeah, I don't think he ever had the mask on. Yeah, he was not rocking that bitch at all in this movie. Yeah, that was really weird. But um, like yeah, like with Peter Quill being on Earth now, and at the end it says you know the legendary Star Lord will Star Lord will return. Like my immediate thought was like, is this dude going to be in the Avengers and Kang Dynasty? Is he is he going to like lead the Avengers? Maybe. What do you think about that? You think you think that's a possibility of happening? See, I do. I'm just not sure in what like. Uh, like how they're going to loop that in, you know, most of the people who are around for the Thanos thing who knew him are either retired or like, you know, off doing something else. And this, like, I would love to see Star-Lord again, but I'm not sure what he really brings to the table without like his rocket boots and like his blasters, you know? So if he's just fighting threats on earth, like on some Captain America shit, Yes, he is trained for that, but how trained, you know? Like, yeah. he used to fighting in space and shit. So I am curious to see what they do with him. I just have no idea what it's going to look like or who it's going to be with, you know? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, he's already on Earth, so I could, it just seems like it fits, but I don't really know where he fits in, you know, because, like, without, right. you know, like, you, like you said, without, like, his blaster things and without his, you know, rocket boots or whatever and the mask and stuff. It's I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe there's still uh, some connection with Doctor Strange, you know, since they were on that moon together when they were fighting Thanos. But like, even then, like, what does Doctor Strange need your help with? Maybe like space travel or something, but we shall see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I wouldn't mind getting a Star Lord TV show, though. You know, centering around him being on Earth, adapting to that. Like, I would, I wouldn't mind it. That actually would be kind of dope, because yeah, this man literally just spent the last like 
what, 25, 30 years in space, like, hasn't been on Earth since the mid-80s. So that culture shock is definitely going to be crazy for him when he gets, when he got back. So, like, something just, like, telling that story and seeing him get into hijinks every now and again, just to show that, like, he still got it. Yeah, that would be dope. I'd be totally here for that. Yeah, and, like, I know at this point in time, like, people kind of, like, the cool thing is, like, hate on Chris Pratt, but, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't mind seeing more Star-Lord, you know, because he didn't really feel like Star-Lord in this movie. You know, he he played a good role and we've seen his growth and his maturity. But, you know, it didn't it didn't it didn't feel like the typical Star-Lord we usually get in these movies. No, that's real. Yeah, he was definitely more like he, he was still funny, but yeah, he was definitely more uh, serious. Also, I didn't realize. um the connections Rocket had with some of them. Like, I knew him and Quill were cool. But uh, Nebula, like, I don't know if you caught it. He called her Nebs, bro. Like, got a nickname for her and shit. Like, that's... The motherfucker's really a family. Like, yeah. Little shit like that warm my heart. And uh, Star-Lord being, like, as pressed as he was the whole movie. Like, nah, we gotta save him. Like, that shit was dope. I gotta say this too about Star Lord, man. Like, like Gamora, like you couldn't, you couldn't let this man hit just one last time or something. Like, man, <laughs> she ain't, she ain't wanna, she ain't wanna kiss that boy or nothing. Bro, I felt for him. I felt for him, man. That was tough to watch. Mm. Now nah, that ending kind of gave me hope, though. Like, even though he's not in space anymore, like, I don't know how much they want to keep paying Zoe Saldana, but she's she already said no she's problem done. Being blue or green. She's done. Huh? She already said she, she said she was done playing Gamora. This was it, you know. Ah, damn. I was so gonna I'll, say that ending kind of left like a good cliffhanger. Like, nah, bro, that shit's over. <laughs> she asked him, "Were we fun?" Like, I thought that was really gonna lead to something. Fuck. <laughs> well, I, she says she's done. You never know. People, you know, money talks. You never know. Facts. Nah, she ain't gotta do a whole movie again. Just do like a nice little cutaway scene and uh. The next Avengers, Kang Dynasty, Star-Lord's in space again. You get some help from the Ravagers, get a nice little kiss in, and yeah, go about your merry way, Ravaging. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It seems like we both enjoyed this movie, but Chase, do you have any nitpicks from it? Anything stuck out to you that you didn't really were a fan of? Uh, I mean, my main nitpicks were Adam Warlock being a dumbass, which really wasn't that big because we still had a really good villain. And... um, Rocket's friends being uh, too whimsical, I guess. <laughs> I mean, the I wish the cutscenes could have been better because, like you said, like I don't know that we're gonna see that Guardians team anytime soon. So I feel like it's kind of a not a dud, but like don't tease something if we're not gonna eventually get it. You know, like that's just a waste of a. You could have did some for Secret Wars or fucking um the marvels you know like just new shit we hadn't seen yet so yeah hopefully that does end up being something but outside of that i really oh i don't know if i'd really call this a nitpick but uh, um high evolutionary his head was freaking me out like just like the the stitching around the sides yeah that shit was freaky as hell i was not com- a fan <clears throat> when that shit was peeling off at the end i'm gonna be completely Ew. honest I, d- I did not know that that was like a face that was stitched on the entire like I did not know that until it came off. 
Oh, I did yeah. not know that. I did not know that at all. I was like, oh shit, that's a, that's not his real face. Oh, it, it probably was his real face. It was just he had stitched it back on after Rocket. But I did not know that. I was like, damn. <laughs> you know, um, nitpicks for me. I would say, you know, that that first post credit scene because I, I don't I don't think we're gonna ever see that team come together. So I don't really, yeah. And plus, like that's kind of like a weak ass team, bro. Like, like there's some strong people like in there. It. It's 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 fine, bro. But like, I don't know. Like, they don't have that, that team doesn't have like any star power. You know what I mean? Like, I like. No, nah, I get you on that. That's I, a I, lot I, of heavy lifting for Groot and uh, Rocket. Yeah. It's like it's like bro, it's, it's like man, like Chris Pratt, like he was like a headliner, you know what I mean? Without him mm. in there, it, it just it just seems a lot weaker, even though his character isn't like that strong, you know? Right. But um, no, at least you had a Dave Batista, a Zoe Saldana in there too, you know? Like yeah, and against Craglin, but like niggas aren't coming to see a movie with him like at the forefront. Exactly, and like the dog Cosmo was cool. But it's like, is that is that character going to play like a huge role? I mean, maybe. I don't know. But I doubt it. I mean, I could see them having moments like um, you remember in a at the end of Endgame where like everyone got a got a lick in. Yeah, I, I could see Cosmo coming back for something like that. But I really don't see like being um her being a main like player in any of this shit going forward. Yeah, but overall, I really didn't have any that many nitpicks, man. Like, this was like a very beautifully structured movie. You know, like the CGI looked good. It looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. It looked way. It looked way better than the CGI in Quantum Mania. Um, like, yeah. yeah, like yeah, I didn't. I didn't, I really didn't have any problems with like the way this movie looked. Like none of like the like the jokes. The jokes all hit for me. Like the music was fantastic. You know, one of my predictions was that "Come and Get Your Love" was going to be the first thing we hear. It wasn't the first thing we heard when the credits rolled, but it, it did play during the credits. It yeah, play no, during- I did like how they did that, like shit coming full circle or whatever. It did, it did, it did play during the credits. You know, um, but but yeah, Chase, is this the is is this, is this the best Guardians movie to you? Uh, I have to watch it again. That first one has been like cemented, like in the like top five or ten of my Marvel movies since I first saw it. Like that was such a good introduction to a cast of people I gave zero fucks about, and I don't see that being topped not by this movie, even upon another watch. But it was really good. Yeah, <laughs> it. Ba- it- it, it it's number one for me now, man. Like I just think yeah. this, this is just a good fucking like I gotta watch it again, you know, because like I've come to realize that like my opinions change on these movies after watching it a second time. So I mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta watch it again, just like how when Quantum Mania gets on Disney Plus, I gotta watch that again. But yeah. like, but but like, yeah, I don't know, man. This is just like a perfectly structured movie. Like I like the first Guardians. I, I love the first Guardians. Movie. I think I think it's a really good movie. Like I think one and three are both like top ten MCU movies. You know, mm-hmm. to me, you know, in I'm this not one, mad at that at all. You know, in this one, like this movie's like getting close to my top five. If I'm being honest with you, and like speaking yeah, of this, and like speaking of that, we're actually going to rank our top three best MCU movies on Thursday. So I'm looking forward to that. that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But. But yeah, man, this this is a good fucking movie. Like, I, I don't have any like critiques or anything about it really. So uh to me, this is the best Guardians movie. 
Oh, not really a critique, but um, one thing I was kind of uh, thinking about, like after watching it, each movie has like a really um, like interesting way that they are. Uh, uh, I don't even know how to word it. Not their portrayal of people, but just how like large communities like impact the story. You know, the first one, Ronan was trying to destroy entire planets, and you see everyone on. Um, fuck, I'm blanking on the planet, <laughs> but the planet uh, they were on, you see like all the townspeople, yeah, like going through the chaos and shit. And you even interact with some of them the guy who arrested Star Lord at the beginning. Two, Ego's trying to create his own planet, thinks he's better than everyone, literally has a god complex. And now in this one, it's another guy with a god complex, but like he's like a little bit more human. I guess, but um, yeah, now that was just a really interesting aspect of this trilogy that I noticed towards the yeah. end of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, so Chase, where does this fit in with your top three trilogies? You know, after Ant-Man, we ranked our top three trilogies. Where do you think this fits in there now? Uh, I'm pretty sure I had Ant- or, uh, Guardians as my number one, even before this came out. And yeah, it's comfortably my number one. I would say Captain America is the only other one in the running, but the first one was just so boring to me that it doesn't compete. So yeah, I would say Guardians is easily the best trilogy the MCU has came out with right now. Yeah, I think it's between those two. I still give the edge to Captain America. Like I kind of look at it like both ones have two great movies and one movie that isn't great. You know, like obviously mm-hmm. Winter Soldier and Civil War, those are top tier MCU movies. Out of Captain America, the first yeah. Captain America, it's it's it, it's not a bad movie. It's just it's with it being an origin story, it's just it's it's just slow. You know, it's very just, drawn it's just, out. Yeah, it's just really slow. You know, and like, I, I I I have a lot more issues with Guardians too. I don't think it's a bad movie, but you know, I still mm-hmm. I, I I give that to the Captain America movies, maybe because you know they just came out in a point in time where. You know, MCU is at its high point, and obviously, Guardians is right there. It came out around the same time as Winter Soldier, so. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I give the edge to uh, Captain America, but I mean, they're both two really good trilogies that you can't really critique that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't go wrong either way. Do you want a more lighthearted affair, or do you want something a little bit more dramatic and action packed? Well, I mean, they're both action packed, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's all we got for today. Coming up on Thursday, we're going to rank the best MCU movies ever. You know, we're not we're not going by our favorites. We're going with the best ones ever. We're getting all the biases out of there. So I can't wait to have that conversation. Chase, I'll see you on Thursday. Yes, sir. Have a good weekend or week, (laughs) y'all.